You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I am knee deep right now in the Caller Daddy podcast where she interviews Christine from Selling Sunset. And I have 40 minutes left. So I'm like, I just I almost didn't do this because I just wanted to watch it. But I'm like, just take a break, do this, and then you can go right back to it. I have like 40 minutes left. It's so good so far. I just don't know. So first of all, I haven't watched the latest season of Selling Sunset. I'm like about to start it. I'm so behind. I just felt like it was very reality TV. And that's um, fake reality TV is what I meant to say. It doesn't feel real. Everything feels super planned. And that's basically what Christine's saying. And I know that she like dropped some major tea. I haven't gotten to that part yet. I saw the preview of it. Alluding to the fact that it's like totally 100% like fake. Um, Which I do realize that most reality TV is. But this is like to an extreme is basically what she's saying. And her personality comes off so different. I just don't know what to believe because I'm not I'm not really a fan of her. I'm not really a fan of any of them. That's the thing. They all annoy me. Like everyone on that show is so annoying to me. And that's kind of why I stopped watching it. Like show me the fucking houses. I don't really care about your drama. I also didn't realize that it was the same creator as The Hills, which I refuse to watch now knowing like how so much of it was fake and it's, you know, the same guy. So it adds up. But Back then, reality TV was so new, you never thought that it was fake. Like, this was just a new concept. You were filming lives. That thought didn't even come into the bubble. I wasn't even living in the realm of reality TV when you were watching it. Um, so, yeah, interesting interview. I've been seeing it pop up everywhere today, as well as little tidbits from last night. This is us, um, last night's episode. This episode was so sad. I was crying almost immediately. I like, okay, so the episode starts out, obviously spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it yet. This isn't the last episode. This is the second to last. So the episode starts out with this family who gets in a car accident and you're immediately like, how the hell are the creators about to introduce a brand new family, a new storyline on the second to last episode ever, right? So you're like scrambling your brain. Who could that be? Who could that be? And then the show starts and Rebecca's on a plane and she immediately sees William. And so you know that this is like she's in between, like dying, like she's going to die. She's walking into the light. This is her like going to heaven or whatever. You know, this is the in between, as you would call it. I don't know what you call it, but. And she starts seeing like her kids sans Kate because Kate's in London and she's on a flight home. So she's seeing all of them at all of their life stages. Um, she sees the doctor that delivers them. And then throughout the episode, we're also getting glimpses of this Marcus kid. And you're trying to figure out at first they make you believe that it's whoever Deja is with. And then you see Jack and the dad at the hospital and you think, OK, was it the day the twins or the triplets were born? And then you think and then you see that it's he's on fire. He's burned. You're like, it's the day he dies. And then you see the family picture. I'm just like I kept pausing it going. What? What is this? What's happening? I, what? What could it be? What could it be? I was just like so on edge. And then when she was on the train after she saw the doctor, I was fully expecting her to see the baby that she lost. But then I was like, how would we know? Like, would we just know? Like, would they have to do something that was like cheesy and obvious? So that didn't happen. That was a prediction that I, you know, whatever. Then we find out 
that Deja is with Malik. So now we're really like, who the fuck is this other family? And Rebecca's going through the train and it's just so sad. I'm crying basically the whole episode. We didn't watch it on Hulu. We watched it as it was on. So the, the commercials, even though I was fast forwarding through them, were a nice break in between the sobs. And then she hits Miguel on the train. And this whole time she's like, I'm just waiting for someone. And you think she's waiting for Jack, right? They're finally going to be reunited. But then also we just had this beautiful episode with Miguel and we understand him and we've grown to love him because he's been in so much of the show too. And so you feel guilty. You start to, she starts to come to the end of the train. You think, well, she's got to run into Miguel, but is Miguel going to come first or is Jack? Are they going to come at the same time? And then she sees Miguel and uh, they have a little, a very brief conversation, which I mean, makes sense because he was in it and they've had lots of talk in the most recent episodes. So it didn't really, I don't know. They didn't really need this big, long conversation. So this whole time she says she's waiting for someone and it's, you realize that it's Kate that she's waiting for and she's holding on for Kate And Kate makes it in time. She gets to say her goodbyes. All of them just have, you know, not over the top things to say, which is so unlike the Pearsons. And whoever's holding her hand, I feel like it's Randall says, like, tell him hi for me, meaning, you know, their dad. And she squeezes their hand and then it cuts to the room and she lays down and rolls over and Jack's there. And all they say is, hey. Here I was expecting like this big conversation, but I knew that the time was running out too. Like I knew the episode was about to be over and they just go, hey, to one another. And that was it. And I freaking lost it. I lost it. And then you find out that the Marcus kid is, um, you know, developing a um, a medicine or a some type of treatment for Alzheimer's, which they in the entire episode, he's working on something for cancer. So it's like a sharp right. You don't you just don't see it coming. How? How do they do it? Is this family going to be involved in the last episode? Somehow they give you the preview. Right. And it's just like um, the preview is just previous episodes that we've already seen, like leading up to the final moment. So we have no clue what the final episode is going to be about. No clue. I have no guesses. Not a one. But I did really like. Miguel, the actor, John, I liked what he said on Instagram. He said, I never believed in either Team Jack or Team Miguel. I always believed that these two men were a team that loved one another, a team that made promises to love the woman you'll see on the last leg of her journey tonight. Mandy Moore will blow you away, so do not miss it. And then NBC, this is us, whatever. But that just like totally made me smile because the whole episode, I'm like, what the hell? Who's going to be at the end? But really, like, they both just looked after her and took care of her. Oh, the episode was just so amazing, even though it was so sad. I know a couple people who have not watched it yet and might potentially not watch it because it is also a very difficult episode to watch, especially if you've lost someone. One of my friends said that she didn't cry, which was interesting to me. But I think that certain people have different feelings towards it like a lot of people reached out to me today and were like how did you feel about that episode people that have lost a parent and I feel like it just makes it even sadder you can really relate like I was just sobbing my eyes out and um, it felt really good it was a really therapeutic cry I was having really bad anxiety yesterday went and got a massage and it was great Um, and I did feel a little bit better afterwards but was just I don't know I just feel anxious this week I don't know what the deal is like like I feel so anxious that I feel like I could throw up Um, so that a little cry never hurt anybody. So it was a really good episode. I really want to watch it again. I actually want to start 
the entire series from the beginning once we're done, which is something that I've kind of already done because I was in the middle of watching This Is Us when Brett moved here and I was like, oh, there's this great show that I watch. You have to watch it. And I think at that point there had already been three seasons. So we went back and watched the first three seasons. And now I kind of want to just go and start again because I feel like there are some things that like, I don't know, I've forgotten about or I'm missing and it's just so good. And I'm going to be so sad that it's over. So that definitely might happen. Um, so my friend Ellie texted me first thing this morning. I love Wednesdays because I wake up with texts from people about my podcast. She said that she was driving to work and she had her window down and she was stopped at a light near a high school. And it was the part where I was like, eh, 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 eh. and there was this kid walking by her and the kid stopped and looked at her. And she was like, that was not me. I was not trying to get your attention. And it was just the first thing that I saw this morning and it made me laugh. And so that's that. I'm going to go finish watching the Call Our Daddy episode and probably go to bed super early tonight. The Married at First Sight reunion is tonight. And my friend lives on the on a different time zone. So she's already watched it. And she was like, spoiler, the reunion is in, is in two episodes, which is I should have known. But so why are they fucking dragging, dragging it out? Do you know when my brother and I were watching the finale? He was like, God, it's crazy. It feels like we've been watching this forever. But really, it's probably only been like two months, right? And I was like, no, it's definitely been longer than two months. I said, when did this season of Married at First Sight premiere? It premiered on January 6th. We've been watching it for half a goddamn year. Wrap it the fuck up. Thursday. I've just been staring at my computer screen for like a solid five minutes, not wanting to start recording. Not because I'm like, well, yeah, I'm kind of not in the mood. I'm just like have really bad anxiety this week. And I'm just not in the mood to chit chat. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I don't really have anything going on. Um, I have two nights in a row done a Peloton after work, which has been nice. Although my vagina hurts from it. Oh, my God. I wanted to die today when I sat down on it. I was like, no. Um, but, and I'm all sweaty right now and I want to dive in the pool, but I don't want to get my hair wet. It's like the struggle, you know what I mean? So, um, I figured we'd do a little entertainment news and talk about the only thing I did last night, which is I finished the Christine interview was pretty good. Nothing like super shocking, like, (gasps) like they were hyping it up. Like they very strategically put together clips to make it seem like there was more tea than there actually was, which I mean, that's good promotion, but, um, it, there wasn't anything like sticks out in my mind though. The, well, actually one thing she's done multiple interviews now about how she wasn't on the reunion because she had COVID, but then two days later, miraculously tested negative, um, before she was getting ready to do like some sort of shoot. And she did watch what happens live. I believe that's still what it's called. And he kind of tripped her up about it. She was like, yeah, two, I tested the night before and I tested the day of and I was positive. And he was like, you were positive. So you did it positive. And she was like, no, positive to work as a negative. And I'm like, whoa, Christine, I don't know. Some things that she says, while although I did get a different vibe from her during the interview, I still feel like she's a liar. Like, I don't feel like she's 100% truthful. But who really is these days? I mean, listen to my last episode. So after I was done watching that, I was like, okay, I'm kind of in the mood to watch season five of Selling Sunset because half the shit they were talking about, I had no clue because I haven't watched it yet. So I was just about to turn it on when I realized that Married at First Sight was potentially already recording and it was. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch this because it's two hours long. I don't want to see any spoilers. So I just dove, dove right in. I'm about to dive in. So I dove right into the episode. And um, I have to say, let me just preface by saying it was a really good reunion part one when I heard that there was two parts I was like we ain't about to find out nothing tonight it's about to be a bunch of smoke up our asses and then it's going to be all the shit we want to know about is going to be in episode two and I'm going to be annoyed I was wrong they actually didn't do us like that there was a lot of stuff that I was looking forward to hearing in the first episode we sat down as a group and it got a little bit a little heated between Steve and Lindsay 
And then we sat down individually as couples. So let me just say that when everyone was sitting down as a group, everyone was still wearing their wedding rings. So it kind of threw you off. It's like, okay, is everyone still together? And so the first couple that we sit down with is Katina and Elijah Wan. And Elijah Wan, if you didn't watch the show, it was just this guy who was super manipulative, said that he wanted a traditional wife. He wanted to um, to come home to a hot meal and like a clean apartment or a clean house. And he said that her cooking was not up to par. He just constantly degraded her like he belittled her she didn't stand up to him she almost seemed to cower to him but then at the same time I also took that as her just not being reactive because I would have been like what do you want to say about him motherfucker like I would not have stood for any of that I'm too explosive she just seems a lot more chill so um if you go on Twitter everyone is just like calling the fuck out of him saying that he is um you know verbally abusive manipulative and he did show signs of all of that and he was just like not willing to back down on any of his views this is what he wanted he had to have it that way everything was his way his way or the highway like everything was just so freaking intense and so the host, I believe his name is Kevin. Um, he's hosted it like a million times. And I'm like, well, what's your name again? He, you know, started out like, how has it been since you finished taping? And Elijah Wan was like humbling. And I was not expecting him to to say that because he was just so set in his ways. And he seemed to be very self-aware. But I guess you can be self-aware and not realize how you're coming off until you kind of watch yourself on TV, which it's a shame that more people don't have the opportunity to do that because I'm sure a lot of people would turn their around if they could see how they're portrayed behind a lens or in the view in the eyes of someone else let me tell you i push, push i put a few i couldn't get those words out fast enough i wish i could put a few people in my life behind a goddamn camera that's for fucking sure run tell that Ooh, i haven't watched run tell that in so long anyways um so he was just like it was very humbling like i learned a lot about myself i learned you know a lot about katina and um they admit they they just come out the gates and say that they're still married. And so um, she said that she always saw it in him. Like she just had nothing but good things to say. She was like, I just wanted to stick by him. I knew he had it in him. And he commended her for, you know, getting on Twitter after every episode, seeing all the shit and still standing behind him. And um, the the host set him up. He was like, is there anything that you want to say to her? Like anything that you want to make right? And he gets down on his knee. I wish they would have got a close up. And he puts a seemingly fat ass fucking ring on her finger. It looked huge. And she's like crying and puts the ring on and she says, yes, like they're already married, but obviously like they were given these janky little wedding bands from married from like the production or whatever. Um, and so she says, yeah, she tells him that she loves him. And uh, she said it's the first time that she's told him that. And it's like all cute. It's a good moment or whatever. I was not expecting them to stay together at all. So next couple up, I believe is Chris and Alyssa. And they're the couple that didn't even make it past the honeymoon. And the whole time that she was on the show, she just kept saying, but I'm a good person. She basically got to the altar, saw this guy's teeth. He's got little tic tac teeth and she wasn't about it. And so she hated him, was grossed out and panicked and then just acted like the worst human being ever. And we saw some pretty bad clips of her the short period of time that she was on the show. But man, they outed her last night during the first part of the reunion. 
reunion. They straight up threw her ass under the bus. She was being so unreasonable when they were on their honeymoon. She wanted the therapist, one of the experts that chose them to be together to fly. I believe they were in like Hawaii or the Dominican. I'm not really sure. And she wanted one of the experts to fly there to fix what they did. Like she was delusional. She just kept saying that they didn't have the same values. She did not talk to him past the wedding and was mingling with his friends and family, her friend and family that entire time. So she had nothing to even go off of. So it's just fucking crazy that she was just so she's like, I know I said it a million times, but I am a good person. And we're like, oh, hurting all before hurting all more. I'm here. So, yeah, we just don't we don't care. I didn't really care anything about that. Like, I did not want to hear it. Um, we've already heard enough from her. We know she's trifling. Like, get them off the screen. The next couple was my favorite, Jasmina and Michael. So they talked to them about a lot. They did not like each other at first. They hated each other. Couldn't even be in the same room. Um, uh, Jasmina called him aggressive during an argument, and that really put him off. And um, he just did not want to talk to her after that because he never wanted be, to be perceived in that way. So instead, he just avoided. And then they had a breakthrough when they did a therapy session. They were, they were told to do this exercise, and after that, they really bonded. And then they became really good friends. Like, they bounced so well off of each other. And at the end of the experience, they said, we can't wait to see what happens after the cameras. Like, we're going to come out of this. We're going to stay married. We're going to see what happens. And I had high hopes because, man, I really liked them. And then he's like, are you guys still married? And then it goes to commercial and then it comes back and um, they reveal that they are no longer married. And it, the host kind of gets like, I feel bad. She she says like or he says she was never attracted to you. Like she never was attracted to you. And that was basically it. Like and she admitted it that she never had those feelings for him. She said she was attracted to him, but she never had those feelings. It was always like she, he was immediately in the friend zone. And that's it. And so, um, yeah, it was kind of sad to hear. Like, I really like them and I wish that it would have worked out. And I, I don't know. The next episode, part two, all the couples are going to sit down with the experts and really get into it, even though, I mean, there's no saving it for some of them now. I would really hope, like, what it would be so nice if we check in with them in a year and Jasmina and Michael have worked it out. They seem to still be friends. They get along. They were sitting super close to one another on the couch. The host even pointed it out. He was like, some people, if they're not still together, they are sitting on opposite sides of the couch. You guys still look super comfortable. They never kissed. They'd never done anything like that. She just said that she never felt those romantic feelings. And it could have been because they had a really bad start. Like it was not good from the jump. And then like they were both just kind of turned off by one another and it, they were just setting themselves up for disaster. They just couldn't they couldn't get rid of the ick. Um, the next couple was Stephen Noy, who I don't know. I don't really even have much to say about them. Um, Noy was upset because Steve didn't have a job, but he said that he had assets and that he had a plan. And she kept saying, like, you need to do the chores in the house and you need to find a job. Like, my parents always worked really hard and I don't want to live a life like that. I want to feel supported. I want my kids to be supported. I want to have three kids. And that's like a large family in this day and age, especially, you know, when it comes to supporting them and having money and having an income, blah, 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 blah. Beating, 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 beating a dead horse the entire, like, last half of the season. <clears throat> And you could tell that Steve had money like he wasn't tripping at all. There was even one point where he said that he paid like 75 percent of the bills and he didn't have a job. So there was one episode where they kind of went over his finances and then she cooled off after that. And then the very last episode, he was the first one to get down on his knee and give her a real ring. And it was a really nice ring. So they're still together. They said that they're in therapy, working on things. Communication is one of them. I don't really have much to say about them. They're kind of a snooze fest to me. Last was Mac the Shack and Lindsay, who were an absolute train wreck. 
Trainwreck. I kind of went over their situation the last episode. She is very aggressive, very, very, very dominating personality, always has to be touching you or looking at you or just just everything's just so aggressive with her. So they sat down and something looked different about her. I still can't place it. If you guys watched it um, and can pinpoint what it is, let me know. Was it did she get lip fillers? Was it Botox? I couldn't really place it, but there was something definitely different about her. So they sit down, they kind of recap the relationship. And then um, the host says, so are you guys still together? And she goes, oh, absolutely not. And he's like, oh. And so her side of the story is that she um, rented out her place or sold her place or moved out of her place. It was just a rental. So she moved out, moved in with him, helped him redo his childhood home. Like because she's very organized and very type A and just like a get shit done type of bitch. And so... She helped him redo his home and then he basically they got in this huge fight and he kicked her out, said that he would call the cops, that he would have her evicted, that she was going to have to pay rent like it just got really nasty. And even he says that it did get really nasty. He didn't say that he said those things, but he just said things got really heated. He said he was bullied all of his life and he's never been bullied to the extent that she bullied him. And he just like he just wanted out. He didn't want any part of it. He appreciated what he had done for her, but that was it. And so she's like, "Um, I vocalize things so much better when I can write them down so I wrote something is it okay if I read it and so she reads this letter and it's basically like I um did I'm a very smart it's narcissism in a letter I'm a very smart person and I did so much for you your life is so much better because of me you're living in your childhood home that's um re uh, like redone you've lost a bunch of weight your diet has changed you have the highest paying job that you've ever had in your whole entire life you benefited from the Lindsay effect I sparkled all over your life and I gained nothing from the relationship but that's okay because giving is actually the best form of receiving like that's the gist of the letter and it's so rude right like it's so fucking rude but so on brand for her and he just doesn't really have anything to say he's like look I don't like confrontation he's not really arguing with her but his the look on his face fucking says it all like say no more you don't need to say anything and then she also says um that she is a very intellectual person and that she really needs someone that's smart that's why she normally dates engineers she needs someone that can that that's an intellectual and that was not mark and the host was like are you saying that he's not smart and she basically said yes and he's just like okay whatever and he's like so what's your dating life like now and she's like well i moved to palo alto so i meant this was in boston by the way everyone lives in boston she's like i moved to Palo Alto. There's a lot of intellects out there in the Bay Area, a lot of like minded people. And I've gone on some really great dates and there's someone that sparked my interest. Like and it seemed like total bullshit, like everything seemed like she was just smoke blowing smoke up our asses. And so um, the next episode, I can't wait. I did see a little teaser where it seems like Mark the Shark was DMing Alyssa. So I can't wait to find out what that's all about. And just I can't wait for them to be all be in one room together because I don't really know who's friends with who at this point. At one point, everyone hated Lindsay. Now it seems like a couple people are friends with her. But now it kind of seems like people hate her again. So I can't wait to really dig deep into that relationship in particular. And that's really it. Like, I'm really just excited to find out what else happens with them. And I don't really care about everyone else like Elijah Wan and, and Katina. They seem great uh, Jasmina Michael I can't wait to see what Jasmina's little what her little quips are because she's so smart and quirky um, I can't wait to see what she has to say but really I'm just interested in uh, Mark the Shark and Lindsay 
Hot Mess Lindsay. If you guys don't watch Married at First Sight, it is so good. I highly recommend the last two seasons. Uh, the seasons before that, I mean, they're, I, I didn't really watch them religiously, but um, and I would say if you're going to watch it, <clears throat> the first couple episodes aren't really necessary. Like you just need to start with the weddings. There's all these episodes like the matchmaking episode where they find people that they're going to match together. And then there's the episode where they tell their families and go dress shopping. All that isn't really important. Like it never comes up again unless you really just need something to binge watch and you have all the time in the world. So let's get to some entertainment news. Martin Screlly, the guy that jacked up the AIDS medicine, he went to prison, right? He's out early. He posted on Facebook a picture, still in his prison clothes, and said it was easier to get out of prison than it was to get out of, fa- out of Twitter jail. Like, what the fuck? Please take his social media away. You know who else got out of prison today? The Fire Festival guy got out hella early. What's the deal? Why are they releasing people early? It's not helping me sleep at night. Selena Gomez teamed up with um, the Biden administration to help raise awareness to mental health. She is past. Sorry, excuse me. She is hoping to pass a law which would include getting extra PTO specifically for mental health, which would be treated almost like sick days, which I am fucking here for. So there's this guy, 68 year old man. He's been eating not one, but almost sometimes two, sometimes three Big Macs in a day for the past 50 years. Every single day he's had at least one, but most days he's had two or three. He said that he's in perfect health. He's an active guy. He said that if he didn't do anything, he's sure he would be extremely overweight, but he's in perfect health. He's uh, got good BMI, <laughs> I guess. He's uh, ate over 30,000 Big Macs. So it got me thinking like, what's one thing I could eat every day for the rest of my life? And the answer is 100% sushi, like salmonella could never. Um, A family of a 12-year-old boy is suing Apple. So the Amber Alert, it's super loud, right? And no matter what setting your volume is on on your phone, it goes off super loud. So apparently he was watching Netflix. He had his AirPods in and it went off in the AirPods. And now he's like partially deaf. He has a constant ringing in his ear. So they're suing Apple for a lot of money. A lot of money. A ton of money. Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. She teamed up with a swimsuit brand. It was a new swimsuit brand. And she was going to be like, you know, shop, swipe up to shop. She was going to be like the face. And she helped design some of the swimsuits and then pulled out of the deal. Well, all of a sudden, this brand saw the swimsuits that they created together that they like drew up on Euphoria, at least three or four of them. So now they're suing Sydney Sweeney for $3 million because they think that's what they would have made had these swimsuits ever been released to the public that she then stole the design for and use them on euphoria but really like i don't know i don't know how much i believe that like a song hook and they're like that's the same song i recorded that song back in 1970 with swimsuits did she really have any input on costume design i don't know i need to see i need to see proof like i need to see the original mock-ups of these swimsuits and then compare them to what she wore on euphoria Hot Pockets, Hot Pocket. they're releasing a whole new line of deli sandwiches now they're still frozen And then you have to leave them on the counter for two hours to thaw. There are three flavors. Cheddar and ham, turkey and Colby, cheddar melt, and pepperoni and mozzarella. Cheddar melt? I'm confused. Is it, are we putting it in the microwave or not? Also, this sounds way less grab and go than putting something in the microwave. I have to let it thaw for two hours? Like, what the fuck? Am I just going to throw it in my purse? And I, uh, I guess that is a little more convenient, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. 
A Chick-fil-A restaurant in Tennessee is begging the public for their sign back. So I'm not talking like the sign, the little rubber flap that hangs off the building. I'm talking about the legit huge ass sign that lights up that's normally in the front of the restaurant. Like it's massive and someone stole it. So he basically said, no questions asked. Whoever returns it will get free Chick-fil-A for an entire year. So my thought is that people are fucking obsessed with Chick-fil-A. I don't get it. I don't get it. So I feel like someone that loves Chick-fil-A stole the sign and now it's in their room. Or like in their house or whatever. But would it be worth it just to swap out the sign for free Chick-fil-A? And do we believe that there's actually going to be no questions asked? Because I feel like that's a lie. Um, Disney Plus announced She-Hulk. I watched the trailer. I don't know how sold I am on that. I'm not super excited. I've got to tell you the truth. My hopes are down after Moon Knight. That was so bad. It's like tainted me for sure. Um, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey from the Office Ladies podcast and The Office. They're writing a book. The Office BFF, the Office BFFs, Tales of the Office from Two Best Friends Who Were There. I'm still in the very early stages of the Office Ladies podcast, and I knew that a book would come eventually because they've brought it up a couple times. So they're doing the late night junket. They were on with Seth Meyers the other night, and they were talking about how the iPod is discontinued. And they said the Office's success has a lot to do with the iPod, with the iPod. So it's a well-known fact if you are a fan of The Office, I'm only like barely a little I'm a little baby fan. And I even know this, that the first two seasons, like they were scared they were going to get canceled all the time. Like they thought for sure they were going to get canceled all the time. So the second season came out when the fifth generation iPod came out, which also had video capabilities. So NBC released it for free on that iPod. And so the number one downloaded show was The Office because people were watching it on the iPod and some subsequently became the biggest sitcom in TV. And so they said that that has a lot to do with the iPod. The more you fucking know. Um, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, no clue. Cannot catch you, catch you up to date on that because I'm not following it. There's too much. Every day when I log on, there's like 10 fucking pages of shit to read. And I just don't care enough, honestly. Yeah. I just don't care. All right. Well, I'm going to go take a shower because I've cooled down. This is a nice little cool down. Do the Peloton. And instead of just scrolling on Instagram on the floor next to the bike, come up here, record the podcast. I was a little like can't get the words out fast enough. But hey, it works. Friday. I am so obsessed with that kettle corn my sister got me and I only have one bag left. It was the bag that I was not expecting to like. It's the caramel and cheddar. And so I saved it for last and I'm so glad that I that I did because it ended up being my favorite, but I'm legit trying to savor it. Like I just allow myself a handful a day. So of course I just had a handful and then it immediately got stuck in my tooth. And I also am having this really intense fluttering in my ear, which is making me feel nauseous. Like it's um I can't explain. It doesn't happen all the time. It feels like my eardrum's going to burst. It's like super painful. So um, I left work early and was trying to get an appointment at Kaiser. Honestly, it's just a freaking nightmare. They're like, we can flush your ears, but you need to soak them in oil to loosen it up. And I'm so confused about ear stuff. Like you hear some doctors and nurses say, do not put anything in your ear, like not oil to loosen up the wax, nothing. But legit, every time I try to get an ear appointment at Kaiser, they're like, you need to drown out your ear in wax or in in oil before you come in to loosen it up. So I just don't know what to do, but it's so annoying. And I just like am so worried that there's going to be another bout of vertigo that comes on. Um, The other night when I was getting my massage, I legit felt like I could feel it coming. And I just started to panic. By the way, when we had the issue with the bathroom downstairs, Brett sprayed bleach. I don't know if I told you this all over the bathroom. 
and then left it and I had no idea. So the floors in our bathroom are navy. So they're like stained now, bleached. They just look like looks like there's a white film over them. And we've mopped it with a Swiffer. I don't know what to do. What else to do? We sprayed like spray and tried to wipe it up. Does anyone know or did he completely just ruin the floors by doing that? If you have any fixes for bleach, he like for a while he was spraying like bleach on our counters. I'm like, no, you just can't like bleach things. It's not how it works. Thank you. Um, so my night last night was oddly, extremely eventful. So when did I record? Did I record after the Peloton? I don't know. I think so. So I did a Peloton. I get off, um, had some, took a shower, had a little bit of the Greek salad again, which honestly was the reason that I got such a bad night's sleep last night. I could not fall asleep because I had such a bad taste in my mouth. It was like garlic masked with toothpaste and Listerine. I just kept trying to like cover it up. So have a little dinner, was texting my sister-in-law about how bad I wanted ice cream. I just wanted to go to Gunther so bad, but I didn't want to leave the house. Um, But I also wanted to leave the house. I've been, like I said, I've mentioned it numerous times. I've been having really bad anxiety this week. And part of me really wants to be out of the house, but part of me really wants to just like lay on the couch and not do anything. It's really weird. Um, So I didn't want to go anywhere. So I was just like, okay, I need to make myself useful around here. So I took Benny for a little walk around the block because it cooled down last night. It was breezy. Um, but I had already showered. So I was like, I don't want to put on tennis shoes. I don't want to put on workout clothes. I just want to make this as easy as possible. So I just put some bike shorts on. I didn't even have underwear on. I put on a little bralette with a tank top and I put on the Skechers flip flops that Brett got me for my birthday, um, which every time I send them to someone, they're like, what the fuck are those? I'm like space shoes. So um <laughs> <laughs> because it got up, brought up a couple times last night as I told this story to a couple of my friends. So I'm wearing all black, black shorts, black tank top, these white Skechers flip flops. OK, so I leave the house. My plan was to just take Benny around the block. Nowhere else. I'm like, who the fuck am I going to see? Right. Walking around the block. Absolutely no one. So I didn't even bring my headphones, didn't wear my fanny pack, nothing, just was carrying my phone in my hand. And it was a little hot outside, so I was kind of sweaty. My hands were sweaty, which, as you've learned in the past couple weeks, my hands stay sweaty. So <clears throat> I get to the back side of our street and the house that's kitty, the yard that's kitty corner to us new people moved in and so this guy's out front and he's like hey nice dog I was like thanks I was like I actually live like right behind you he was like oh he starts saying he's like a younger guy and he's like oh me and my wife were just about to get this tree cut down and I was like oh okay I was like yeah we just got a bunch of trees cut down in our front yard he think he thinks like I was right behind him and then he said oh I'll have to contact you when we're ready to do the fence I was like oh no I'm not your fence neighbor I was like I'm kitty corner I was like I'm right there he's like oh with the lights in the backyard I was like yeah he's like I haven't looked over the fence so I was like, well, the per- woman that used to live here always did. And he was like, no, privacy. He was like, but I really like the lights in your backyard. They're really cool. And he was like, I'm Tyler. I was like, oh, I'm Megan. And he was like, um, yeah, he was like, the bad thing about this neighborhood is there's so many trees and they're not well maintained. He was like, so I'm going to get the tree in the front yard cut down. I'm going to put a new one up. I was like talking to this guy for 10 minutes. I was like, cool. I was like, well, nice to meet you. And he was like, yeah, you too. So I start walking down the street and I see this van approaching and I look And it's a kid I went to high school with. (laughs) Of course it is, right? I don't think he saw me. I hope not, at least. And so I continue to walk, right? I'm almost to the corner where I would turn to, like, get back to my house. Like I'm, I'm literally just going around the block. 
And this guy and his kid are running and they're approaching me. And they pass me and I lock eyes with him. I'm like, what the fuck? I know that guy. And his name immediately comes to me. And I was like, Joe. And then immediately I'm like, why the fuck did you say something? And he's like, yeah. Why do you look really familiar? And I was like, we used to go skating together back in the day. I was like, I used to hang out with Summer. I was like, we used to go all the time. And he was like, yes. He was like, remind me of your name again. I was like, Megan. And he was like, yes. He was like, I could totally, your face, I could be like, your face looks so familiar to me, which was about right because my eyelashes out, my hair on top of my head, I look just like I did when I was 12 years old. Um, and so his son like sits down on the stoop because we're by this house that has like this brick area. And he's like, what? Well, like, how did you recognize me? I was like, I don't, I was like, I I don't know. I was like skating was skating was life. Skating was my life back then. I was like, we hung out like all the time at the skating rink. I was like, it's not like we were like strangers who just like barely knew each other. Like this was a kid that I like used to hang out with at the skating rink. And so he was like, yeah, I just started taking my little ones to the skating rink. He was like, so funny to be full circle. I was like, yeah, he's like, so how long have you lived in the neighborhood? And he tells me how he's uh, he moved over from the Arden area and him and his wife have been together for seven years. They have three kids. Uh, uh, 12, 11, and 10-year-old. Like, they had him back to back to back. And the youngest one was with him, or maybe this middle one. And so he's asking, like, what I do and, like, if I'm married. And he asks about my husband. And he asks about the house because he just bought his house a year ago. And so he explains where it is. And I'm like, oh, I walk by the house all the time with the black fence. He's like, yeah. He was like, that's where I live. He tells like, how much did you buy your house for? So we're like talking about how his wife has been having him like remodel a bunch of things. It was already like nice inside, but they're redoing a few things. He was telling me how he like ripped up all the concrete in his backyard. Now his father-in-law helps him. And like we just were talking for a solid. I must have been out there for 20 minutes talking to him and then he's like so which because I was telling him how we were doing all the stuff the front yard he's like which house is yours and I was like it's right around the corner so he was like well we'll run this way instead so I was like okay well it's really nice talking to you and he was like do you and your husband walk together sometimes I was like yeah he's like yeah I feel like I've seen you guys and he was like um yeah I'll have to like say what's up next time you walk by and I was like yeah for sure it was so nice to see you I was like wait till I tell summer and oh that's he was like I can't really play summer so I pulled up her Instagram I'm like her and he's like yeah I remember that face so anyways, they run a little bit ahead of me and they run past my house and I pull like get back up to our house and I immediately call Summer. And I'm like, you'll never guess who I just saw. And I tell her and she's having a hard time placing who it is. I'm like, oh, dude, you would know exactly who it was if I could just show you a picture somehow. And so I'm telling her how like I look just like I did back in skating rink days. I'm like, we're dying laughing because I'm like describing to her that I'm wearing these fucking shoes. I send her a picture of the sketchers that I'm wearing. She is hysterically laughing. Um, she just can't believe that this is like I'm like, I just was walking around the block. So as I'm talking to her, I am flipping laundry over and I get inside. I wipe Benny's paws. I get inside. I'm in the kitchen and I look down at my hand and one of my my pinky freaking nail is broken. God damn it. And so we get off the phone and I'm like, what are the fucking odds that this is happening? And so I sit down. It's like really bad. It's like bleeding. I'm like, how did I not even notice this happen? And so I'm like, what am I going to do? We have a, I like we have dinner next week. I can't go in with a broke down nail. I'm like, should I just make a new appointment, get my nails cut? Or I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I really didn't have a game plan. Right. And so I'm like, what the fuck? That's this night was just so crazy. I just wanted to go for a little walk around the block. How did all of this happen? 
So wake up this morning and find my nail outside in the garage. Also, our gardeners come and they haven't been here and they're probably pissed that they're seeing the front yard is like halfway done that we didn't. That means obviously we didn't hire them. And so I go to work and my ear is super bothering me, making me feel super nauseous. So I just leave. I was like, I'm going to try to get an appointment at Kaiser. Um, Couldn't get an appointment. Talked to the advice nurse. They told me to put do the fucking oil. God damn it. So I did put some oil in my ear, put it upside down, fucking dug in there with a Q-tip, got some wax out, and I, I took an anti-nausea pill, and it started to work. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go to the chiropractor, and um, I get to the chiropractor, and they're closed for lunch, so right next door is Tiffany's Nails. Tiffany's Nails is a place that sends me the text message all the time, like, we miss you, like the, the hella broken English, right? So I walk by and there's no one in there. So I pop in. I was like, hey, can you fix a broken nail? And she was like, yeah. She, and then immediately she's like, where did you get it done? And I said, in Oakland. And she was like, oh, OK. And she's like, yeah, sit down, sit down. So I was like, can I? I'm already lying. So I'm sweating, right? I was like, can I wash my hands first? She's like, yeah, sure. So I go wash my hands. I sit down. She's like, do you know what color it is? I was like, peachy orange. I think it's 575. It ended up being 545. But they found it. And so she's like, oh, do you live in Oakland? And I said, no, I live around here. She's like, oh, why were you in Oakland? I said, oh, for a wedding. She said, whose wedding? Your friend? I said, my cousin. She was like, boy or girl? I was like, girl. (laughs) She was like, your nails are strong. I was like, yeah. I was like, the people that did them tried to get me to cut them down, but I didn't. And now I have one broken. She's like, I'll fix it for you. I'll make it look better than your real nails. I was like, okay. So anyway, she did. She made it look really good. It looks nice. Finished it up. At this point now, right, I've spent about $60 on this one manicure. It was originally like $30, maybe more like $40 with a tip. And then I've got paid additional. So it's like a $70 manicure. It's out of control. Um, Got home, realized I never went back to go get adjusted. So stupid. Um, but I don't feel as nauseous anymore. I'm hoping that holds up. I just don't understand what's happening. And so now I'm home. I have a fresh nail again. I'm going to be so careful for the next however long. And I'm about to go take Benny for a walk. And we're going to my dad's tonight for dinner. I have, we haven't been over there in a while because they were sick and Brett's parents were here. And anyways, so I'm going to go take Benny for a walk now. Hopefully I don't run into anyone else that I know. I mean, really, I can't even walk around the block. With no underwear on and my Skechers flip-flops. My Skechers that I swore no one would ever see. I, fucking, I was even telling my sister-in-law last night. I was like, I was wearing these. <laughs> she was like, why do you even have those? I'm like, Brett got them for me. And Brett still stands by. I don't know why you don't like them. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Saturday. Whenever Morgan Wallen and whoever, Lil Dirk, whoever else is in that song, leave them Broadway girl alone. It gets stuck in my head all day. But unfortunately, that is like the one memory, probably because there's a video of it that I have from last weekend. That song came on. Actually, I don't remember it. I just know the video. There's a video of me and Amanda singing it. And I'm like, don't know half the words. And I'm like, so it's ruined the song for me because of the memory. Great. Wonderful. Hi. Um, I took a bunch of notes because a bunch of things, if I wouldn't have taken all these notes, I would have probably not recorded today because it doesn't really seem like anything has happened um, from when I recorded last night to now, but actually a fucking ton of shit has happened. So 
go to my dad and stepmom's last night. They ordered Mark and Monica's made a little salad. We hung out, watched the basketball game. They gave me birthday presents, some nice little earrings and a necklace, just like silver. I don't have a lot of silver jewelry, so like I don't have anything to match my wedding ring because I'm a gold girl, but it'll be, it'll be perfect because Brett got me that bracelet and um, I don't have any really jewelry to match with it. And then I also gave my dad the necklace that I ripped off my neck and he is going to repair that for me. Then I came home. Um, Brett went to bed. I stayed up and watched the finale of Law & Order SVU and Law and Order uh, Organized Crime. Had I not seen that those were the season finales, I would have never in my life known that that was it. Like, it was the most anticlimactic season finales freaking ever. Go to bed at like midnight because I was like, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. Didn't really have anything to do today. Um, heard Brett get up and take Benny for a walk super early. Well, heard Benny trying to wake Brett up. And then I heard Brett take him out. Then he got back in bed, probably tried to go back to sleep, couldn't, then took him for a walk. Then I heard Brett come home. And then um, it sounded like he left, like went outside and then came back in. So I thought maybe he was like getting ready for the deliveries of the sod and the rock and the soil. Um, But (laughs) the reason that we haven't been coordinating is because we've been arguing. We haven't talked in like three days straight. So (laughs) we're talking now, (laughs) just barely. So we I didn't he didn't really I didn't he didn't know what time anything was coming today. Like we just hadn't been talking. We need we both were just like doing our own things. Um, and so I think he's still here. He normally tells me when he's leaving. He didn't yell anything up to me because, like I said, so um, all of a sudden Benny's like barking, which isn't abnormal because he barks at everyone that goes by. But then I think I hear something at the door and my phone was on do not disturb. I see that I have two missed calls. So I run downstairs and the rock guy is legit about to drive away. Um, I run out there and he was like, oh, hi. He was like, I figured that someone was home because the windows are open and the dog's barking. But then again, he was like, "If the, you didn't wake up to that dog barking. And I was like, I thought my husband was here. I was like, I thought I was just waiting for him to like tell Benny, tell the dog to be quiet. And no one was. So I decided to come down here. Anyways, he's like, where do you want it? And I was like, great question. I have no idea. And I was like, OK, I guess just put it here in the driveway. So he dumps it. I sit out there and watch. I come back inside. And then I was going to get on the Peloton, but I was worried that the same thing was going to happen with the sod guy and that I wouldn't be available. So I just laid on the couch and watched TikToks and waited for either Brett to get home or the sod people to come. So Brett gets home. I immediately get on the Peloton do a bike. And then while I'm on the bike, the sod comes. And so I go look outside and it's like sods on one side of the driveway, (laughs) the rock and the soils on the other side. And I'm like, am I even going to be able to get my car out of the freaking driveway? Brett just barely gets it out of the garage and past everything. Like there's like an inch to spare on each side. And so my plan was I was going to go run some errands. I was going to go to the chiropractor because I didn't get to go the other day. Um, I was going to go get a nice coffee because I was really craving one just from somewhere that wasn't Starbucks. So I asked Instagram, like, what's the best coffee places? I don't have my phone with me because it's charging. So I'll read those tomorrow. I'll write that down. Um, Actually, let me actually write that down. Sunday iced coffee. If I don't write things down, I won't remember. So um, I... Bunch of people gave me suggestions. And then Brett said that, like, he was like, can you go to the store and get ground lamb? Because I'm going to make something. And halloumi cheese. I was like, no way am I going to be able to find halloumi cheese, but I can probably find ground lamb. So I get in the car. First thing that I do is I go to Loman's because I'm going to go to the joint. So I park the car and um, I turn around. I'm walking towards the joint, which is right by where I got my nails done yesterday. Got the nail fixed, at least. 
And so I'm like kind of far away from the car and I realize I can't remember if I lock it. So I, I'm digging in my purse and I turn around to like click the beeper from where I am. And this woman's yelling, like waving at me. And I realize it's the woman that fixed my nail yesterday. <laughs> she thought I was like turning around to look at her. She didn't realize I was trying to lock my car. She's like, do you remember me? And I was like, yep. And she was like, you're going to come back and see me, right? And I was like, yep. She was like, I'm from the nail place. I was like, I know. She was like, what are you doing back, pedicure? I was like, no, I'm going to the chiropractor. Oh, God. So I get into the chiropractor and there's not a huge wait. There's people like waiting. If you've ever been to the joint, there's like this lobby area and then there's the chairs where you can actually see like the beds and people getting worked on. So the be- those chairs were full. And so I was sitting in the lobby area, but there was no one else there. So I scan in and I, I notice a guy immediately. He's got a like blonde hair, kind of looks surfery, has some tattoos, has two kids with him. But I don't get a good look at him or the kids until I get closer. So once... Someone else gets adjusted and they leave. The girl in the front tells me that I can go get, go over and sit in the other area. So I go sit down and immediately I can tell this guy is magic. You know, the people that like talk extra loud because they think that you're, they're trying to be cool. They think you're going to think they're cool. So they're talking extra loud so you can hear them. Not only was he doing that, but he was being extra with his conversation with his kids. So first of all, he um, brought up communism. Oh, let me tell you how old his kids are. Two and probably six. Okay. So he brings, he says he's calling his son darling, which reminds me of something. And I don't know what there is. Oh, eat, pray, love. The guy, Javier Bardem, is that who it is? Is that who's in it? Calls his son Darling. That's what it's from. He's calling his son Darling, and it was giving a movie that I couldn't remember. It's giving Eat, Pray, Love. And um, his son goes to get a cup of water, and he gets two cups. And the dad's like, Darling, do you realize what you're doing to the environment? By the time I'm old, your planet's going to... Like, talking so loud, right? Um, And then he's, like, trying to parent them, but, like, I'm not like regular dads. I'm like cool dads. And I can see him out of my peripheral, like looking at me every time he talks to them. And I'm like, no, bro, this is I do. This is mm-mm, mm-mm, not for me. This is not for me. I mean, obviously, it's not for me, but like, I'm just so annoyed by it. And um, for some reason, he brings up. Yeah, he brings up communism. His son brings up like tobacco and says George Washington invented it. I don't know. And then he's just like being extra with how like, don't don't touch your sister. She doesn't like to be held like that. Just like being so intense, right? So he goes to sit down to get adjusted. And his son goes, where's the music coming from? And the dad goes, darling, I'm busy right now. Look around and figure out where the music's coming from. And his son like keeps asking questions. And he keeps just like having this these really weird responses. And I'm just looking at my phone like I'm not acting like I'm paying attention at all. Trying to keep a straight face. Just trying to get through this. Finally, uh, he leaves. I get adjusted. I leave and um, I go to Rayleigh's. I find the ground lamb. I get some seltzers. There's a truly poolside pack that has like a pina colada, a peach fuzz something, a mojito and like another one. So I'm going to take that to my friend Kristen's later with Brett. We're going to pregame there a little bit, walk over to the rail yards that were on fire yesterday and go see Diplo. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm kind of craving like boba. And it dawned on me that I was at the Rayleigh's right over by Pearl's, which is a boba place that I've never been to. So I went in there, got a drink. There was like a person that had six people with them that were ordering in front of me. And there was only one girl working. So I put my order in for a coffee with boba in it. And then I walked next door to Pokinoki, got myself a sushi bowl, picked up my drink, drove my ass home. And lived my best my best life eating a fucking poke bowl, drinking my boba iced coffee 
like the damn legend that I fucking am. And then I stuffed myself into a swimsuit because I was so fucking full after that and just went out to the pool, which is where I've been for the past, I don't know, five hours living my best life. Uh, 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 uh. So by the way, while I'm out, Brett and I are like kind of texting. It's like the first time that we're texting. And um, I just I've like had this red fin house that I wanted to show him for like three days now. So I finally send that to him. And so that's like his cue that like, you know, he can start talking to me about more normal things. Um, so he texts me and he's like the neighbor's drunk neighbor asked if we had any extra sod left over after they installed it, asked if they could have the leftovers. Um, no. No, absolutely not. First of all, there's not going to be any leftover. Second of all, you definitely cannot have it. Oh, my Lanta. Also, while I was outside, I was looking at the nails that have been replaced. And they are definitely a different color than the rest of my hand. So when I originally got my nails done at when this all started, like my original manicure, I picked a color and then I switched it to the peachy orange. And now I'm wondering, and the colors were very similar. It was more like a red, went from more of like a red orange to more of like an orange orange, like a pink orange. And now I'm thinking that maybe after I switched it, they never went and got the new nail color because I'm noticing that peachy orange that I've got at the two places where I've got the nail fixed are a totally different color than the rest of my hand. So I have two nails that are a completely different color. And that's just very on brand for where I'm at in my life right now. So anyways, I'm going to I'm sweating in this office. I came and recorded this podcast after my shower so my hair would air dry. And this room has done the trick. It's like a sauna in here. Brett is downstairs making lamb burgers. I'm not even hungry, though, because I ate that sushi bowl and I drank that coffee and I'm like stuffed. So we're going to do all that. Um, then we're going to leave, which I'm nervous about because we have about eighteen hundred dollars worth of goods in our front, like literally in our driveway. Luckily, our neighbors watch things like a hawk, like legit. I think my across street neighbor is the president of the neighborhood watch. So hopefully it'll be all good. And then the guys are coming tomorrow to do the front yard. And I'm so excited about that. Like I'm excited about Diplo. I'd be more excited had last weekend not happened. I'm a little nervous. I'm definitely going to be taking it easy tonight. I feel like I'm actually more excited to get the grass installed in the front yard done tomorrow than I'm about Diplo, which really says something about where I am in my life right now. Sunday. Yeah, the front yard looks so freaking good, like even better than I could have even imagined. They did it today. They had leftover rocks. So they put it on the other side of our driveway, which just made it makes it pop. Um, I hella want to get white rock now in our backyard. We like went cheap and got pebble when we first did our backyard. And it just makes a mess with the bigger rock, the bigger dolomite like it doesn't. It's hard, like the wind's not blowing it. It's not as messy. So I definitely think we're going to be doing that in the backyard. Anyways, it just went so freaking good. They did such a good job. First of all, there's a lot of house in this neighborhood that had like, um, I don't know, like an arch, cement arch that was removed. And our house doesn't have that anymore. But there's like this big cement slab that's in the ground in the front yard that they were going to remove. So the first thing that Brett says this morning when I wake up is that they started to dig it out today. And it's like hella deep into the ground. So they had to leave it. I'll post a picture of it on my Instagram at What the Chug Podcast. Give me ideas for what we can put there. Brett was like, we, maybe we could put some chairs or like an umbrella. It's not big enough for that. We were thinking maybe like a big succulent box. So I'll post it. Let me know what you think. And you've probably already seen the picture of the front yard by now, but I'll post those at What the Chug Podcast too. It's just, it, I can't even believe how good it looks. It looks so good. Um, and immediately I sent it to my dad and he's like, yeah, it looks great. But don't let the county catch you with water on the sidewalk and the driveway. Otherwise, you'll get fined. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you for that. 
So, yeah, they left today. They're going to start doing our lawn service now because I'm like, I don't want anyone else touching it. That reminds me. I have to text our lawn guy and our current lawn guy and follow him, uh, fire him. He doesn't even come in our backyard. He doesn't pick the weeds. Like, he's hella lazy. So I'm over him anyways. But he's officially done. I don't want anyone else touching this lawn. It just looks so good. Oh, I'm so happy with it. Um, It just makes the house look so different. So, anyways, um, did I tell you about my iced coffee saga yesterday? I did. Why did I write down iced coffee on? Oh, I know. I was going to go over all the places that people told me to go yesterday. I was like, why did I write that down when I talked about that yesterday? So the places that people are the most popular places that people told me to go, at least, was Temple. Shocking that I've never been there. Never. Um, Milka, which I've never heard of before, but I got a lot of people saying that Milka is really good. Estelle's, which I drive by all the time, didn't realize they had coffee. Um, Tupelo, is that how you say that? Tupelo? Or Naked Lounge? Although I've heard that the guy that owns Naked Lounge is a trash ball. Um, Pachamama or Pachamama, which I have been to before and I really like it. I'm always like, go easy on me when I go in there and they do. Um, Chocolate Fish Coffee Roasters is another one. Um, And then there were more, but I was busy last night and then the post is gone already. So I didn't manage to get all of them down. Laid out in the sun yesterday. Got ready um, to go. Okay, I told you guys I laid out in the sun. Where did I leave off yesterday? Oh, right. I was letting my hair air dry. So got ready for Diplo. Took my time. While I was getting ready, I watched. I just scrolled through TikTok, which I thought was going to be like, you know, wouldn't keep me from stressing out, keep me cool. And I stumbled upon this guy's TikTok who... Um, was rating cards that his third grade class, like when he was in third grade, his class gave him when his cousin died. He's like in his 20s now. And so he was like, nobody, none of the teachers vetted these cards. Some of them are wildly inappropriate. And I'm going to go through them and wait and, and rate them based off of really nothing. Just ba- they're going to be like rated based off different things. And so it's a series, right? These videos are the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen my laugh on my life. I was laughing so hard while I was getting ready, like legit so hard. I'll post one of the TikToks um, and then I'll post one of the TikToks on my Instagram at what the Chuck podcast you can see. And then from there, you can go watch the rest of the series because it's legit so fucking funny. So get ready. The moment of truth. I put mascara on my eyelashes and um, they don't look great. They're they're dry. They're brittle. It looks like split ends on hair, basically. Um, And I also put on eyeshadow again, which I wish I wouldn't have done because I'm not an eyeshadow girl. Um, It just made me look like, I don't know, I was trying too hard. And I immediately was like, nope, I need to contact Aaron and get my lashes back in. Like, I don't even want to lift. I just want the lashes back in. Like, we have England. I just don't want to deal with it. It's messy. I'm mascara everywhere. Like, I just don't fucking want to deal with it. And Brett was like, yeah, I think you should get them back on. He was like, I'm not not saying that I don't like it. He's like, it's an adjustment. And he was like, you should see if you can get him back on before we go to dinner next Sunday. I'm like, great, perfect. I happen to know my lash girl's in Nashville right now, so I'm not trying to be like, hey, um, hope you're having fun. By the way, can you squeeze me in this week? Like, I'm not trying to bother her like that, so I'll just wait till she's back, and I'll hit her up and see when I can get in. I'm just like, I can't have these lashes forever, so I need to let go. Didn't I say last year, yes, yesterday that I was never going to talk about lashes again? I lied. Liar, liar. If we didn't learn anything from the last episode. So, um, yeah, I was gassed up by a lot of you saying that I looked better. And then Brett's like, mm, you d-. he said, what did he say? You can definitely tell that you don't have them on anymore. I'm like, oh, you can. Thank you. I agree, though. I do look at myself in the mirror and it's very alarming. I, th- I was like, don't you think you'd get used to it? And my friend Ellie was like, 
no, leave them off. She was like, I'm obsessed with getting lashes. I would tell you. She was like, but I honestly think that your face looks better without them. So I don't know. I don't know if I can trust you guys. I don't know if you're guy. Ga- I mean, I do trust Ellie, but I don't know if I can trust you. Brett is telling me I look scary. <laughs> he didn't use those words exactly, but close enough. So we go to my friend Kristen's house. We brought over some Trulies that were good. The pool sides are like fuzzy peach, uh, mojito, uh, pina colada. They were pretty good. She got some special June shine cans that said Diplo on them. She like went out of her way to go find them. And Brett brought over some beers. And then her other friend, Jeffrey, came over. First time we were meeting him. We were all just hanging out in her kitchen, drinking, vibing. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then we went up to her rooftop. And her neighbors got this puppy. And so named Margo. Margo, first name, middle name, Rita. Margarita. Cutest thing ever. Running around in the roof. Um, We order a lift to go to the rail yards. It was like a 22-minute walk. So we were just like, we might as well just get a lift. So we go over to the rail yards. The Uber drops us off. We go in. They check our IDs. They check our tickets. And immediately we are faced with like this massive line for drinks. And we're all just like, fuck, we're not going to wait in that line. And so Brett, just like he did at the Kings event, he's like, I'm just going to go up there and cut everyone. So the sea of people like cut the line like to walk through it. And Brett got in that group of people and then just stopped and got in the line and got us all drinks. Everyone thought it was amazing. And then he did it again later. But the card machine went down because we were kind of standing in the same spot for a while. Jeffrey was waiting for his friends who then had to go to the bathroom. And then we were just kind of staying in the same spot. Like, I feel like it was kind of already dark when we got there. But then it was like really dark by the time we actually were going to try to move into the crowd. And um, so we needed another set of drinks. They were these disgusting canned margarita like seltzers. They tasted so bad. And um, so Brett went to go get in the line again. And this time the card machine's down. And so he just pushes right to the front of the line. Then he says, I've been waiting when they say that he, they're not accepting cards. He's like, but I've been waiting in this long line um, forever. What like what am I supposed to do? So they just gave him five cans for free. That's like over $40 nuts. So then he gave us the cans and then Jeffrey, I feel like this is named Jeffrey or Jeff. I'm not really sure. Um, well, I don't, well, I know it's Jeffrey, but I don't know if he goes by Jeff or Jeffrey. So his friends met up and we started to walk in towards the crowd, but they like really wanted to get into the crowd. And before we went, Kristen and I were like, I'm picturing myself towards the back. Like I want to have room. I don't want to have anxiety over the crowd. And so... Um, they were pushing themselves in a little far and I was like, mm, I don't know about this. So Kristen, Brett and I like backed out and went more towards the back of the venue, which looked a lot further back than it actually was. I keep having to stop to like scratch the back of my throat because I was outside all day and my allergies are bugging. So, yeah, we went towards the back and we were just kind of like hanging out back there. Well, here's the thing. It was cool and the lights were cool and the ambiance was cool. Like that tower by the rail yards in the background. They're doing construction on this sky rise or building it. So like there were the lights from that. And then the freeway was off to the sides. The stoplights were like switching from green to yellow to red. Like it was a cool vibe. It was a little chaotic. But also here's my biggest thing. You know how when you go to, go to concerts, if you're in the back, like there's multiple screens. Well, even when we were in the crowd, you couldn't see the stage because I'm shorter than everyone else. Right. And there was nowhere to look. There weren't any screens showing us what was happening on stage. So when Diplo was on, I didn't even realize he was on because I couldn't see him. I couldn't see anything. And so it, any Joe Schmo could have been up there for all I know. You know what I mean? And I would not have known the difference. All of a sudden I was like, wait, are those Diplo graphics? Like there was no announcement. 
announcement. Like there was no nothing. It was just music into music. And like whoever was on before him must have just walked off and he just must have walked in. And then I also was like, wait, it's a little bit early, but I thought he was playing EDC last night as well. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. So we're like trying to vibe. We're having fun. Me and Kristen are dancing. Brett is not having fun. Um, which is weird to me because Brett normally loves shit like this, but it, uh, I don't know. So he wants to leave. So Brett and I left like 30 minutes into Diplo's set. My friend Summer was there. She said that she just walked right into VIP, didn't show a wristband or anything. She was trying to call me, but I didn't have service. Like I, it was just there was no service. Couldn't see anything. I just it was kind of a mess. I felt really bad leaving Kristen, but she had multiple friends that were there. So I was like, we're going to go. And so we left. We got a lift, which was hard enough when we left, which was early. Um, And we came home and went to bed like super anticlimactic. I did not catch a buzz at all. I didn't even finish the margarita drinks. I kept tossing them because they were so disgusting. I didn't feel guilty either because they were free. Um, At least the second round was. And then this morning, just laid out by the pool today, um, did some stuff around the house, did like laundry or whatever, did stuff for work, got the lawn done. And honestly, they were here till the later part in the afternoon. So my car was blocked in, so I couldn't really even do anything. I wanted to go go get nice coffee from another place that um, was recommended, but I was a prisoner to my own home today. And so, yeah, Brett's on his way right now to go pick us up some dinner. I have to show prep. We're going to watch a movie. And then Brett has to go to Monterey tomorrow. So he's going to have to wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, which means I'm going to have to wake up a lot earlier to take Benny for a walk. And then the week starts. I think I'm going to go to dinner with my friend this week. I know my dad and my stepmom want to take me out to dinner for my birthday because they weren't able to when it actually was my birthday. So I don't really know what's happening this weekend. Lots of moving parts. There's some big soccer game this Saturday, the Champions League final. I keep calling it the Challenge Cup final. Anyways, Liverpool's in it. I was supposed to be going wine tasting with my friend Courtney and Nate. We've had this plan for a while, but now Brett wants to watch the soccer game. And so we're like trying to figure out how to make everything happen on Saturday while also keeping in mind that our reservations for the kitchen are this Sunday. And I will be damned if anyone is hungover for that. Not me, not him. I just want to like hibernate all weekend and hide from the world because I don't want anything to ruin Sunday night. So that's where we are with life at the moment. And I'm not excited to start the work week at fucking all. So excited that next week is a short week. I'm just really in the mood right now to quit my job and not work and just live off the land. (laughs) Is that a thing? I'm like so over it the thought of like summer weather coming and like fire season and uh, I just don't I don't want to deal with it I do not want to deal with it I had such a nice like weekend laying in the pool without a care in the world and that's just how I want to live my life I wish I could go back in time to when I was unemployed although there were struggles during that time as well at least I had an amazing tan Monday So I just got off work. I was in such a good mood today. Like I started work. I was feeling confident in myself. Every call was going smooth. And then things took a turn and everyone was being an asshole to me. I talked to so many people that were like for sure on meth. Like I can't even. And so now I'm in a bad mood. Like I was like, this week's going to fly. I'm going to make it a great one. And now I'm like, no. (laughs) Luckily, it's a long weekend. Um, So I had to fire someone today. First of all, I'm getting ready to go to Green Acres. Yum. I feel like that's not right. Anyways, I'm going ready, going ready, getting ready to go to Green Acres. I'm 
going to go get some plants for the front yard. Brett is sending me by myself. So good fucking luck. I'm going to get some succulents, possibly a mini agave, some cactuses, cacti. But I don't know how much any of this costs. So like how much am I really going to get? I have no grasp of what this could potentially cost. Like is it going to cost $100? Is it going to cost $500? Brett was like, just go get it. Have it ready. I'll come pick it up. And I'm like, huh? You're really trusting me to do this? Okay. So I'm super excited to go. About to record this, change really quick, and then go get it done. I'll keep you posted. Um, I fired our gardener today. Brett was like, oh, that's the message you sent? I just texted him because he hasn't even been doing our yard, right? So I wanted to get like a little dig in there. So I said, good morning. We don't need your services anymore. Brett has been doing our backyard and we are going to have the new people do our front yard now that we have new grass. He will give you the money this month when he sees you on Friday. Thank you for everything. But like, hi, you haven't been doing our our backyard. So you haven't been doing anything. We shouldn't even be paying you this month because you haven't done anything to our yard, period, point blank, this entire month. But Brett's insisting that we pay, which is wild to me because normally he's like, no, we don't need a tip. We don't need to pay. So yeah, last night we watched Senior Year on Netflix with uh, What's-Her-Face Rebel Wilson. Super cheesy, but also there were some really funny moments where I laughed out loud. It's basically like, um, what's that with Drew Barrymore? Josie Groton, uh, never, never been kissed. It's basically like that, only not as good. But it is still pretty funny. So if you're looking for like a nice, easy watch... I 1010 recommend. So I remember when I told you I went shopping with my sister-in-law and I got like these workout shirts from Nordstrom Rack and I was like, eh, I only got workout stuff. Well, one of the shirts I'm absolutely obsessed with, it's this brand called Balance. It just says on the tag Balance Harmony. So I went to my Nordstrom app, searched for it. Of course, it says it's not available. No preview, no nothing. No picture of it, no nothing. I looked up the brand. I can't find anything on it. Nothing at all. I just want to buy some more. It's like the cutest top ever. Balance Harmony. There's like a little like emoji in between, not emoji, but like a symbol. And I'm so mad that I can't find it because I'm obsessed with it. So I also bought another shirt that day, like a cropped workout shirt. I just bought three more of those and I bought a Nike cropped shirt that is the fucking best quality. It's like drawstring on the bottom and I got like a maroony color. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. I want to buy more now. It's like such good quality. I'm obsessed with it. I just have a drawer full of janky workout clothes. Shirts with holes in them, pants with holes in them, and I slowly want to replenish. And it's just so cheap to buy workout tops from Nordstrom Rack. I got five tops for 60 bucks. I mean, you can't fucking beat it. Am I right? Um, Yeah, Brett and I are going to get a euro tonight for dinner. He had to wake up super early for work and just like, I don't know, we're just over it. So we're going to get a euro. I'm so excited about it. I just looked over to my left. And I have a return that I need to make. If I don't make it within 30 days, I'm not going to return it. Never. It's just going to sit here. It doesn't fit. It was like $60. So I need to make that a priority. And that's really it. I don't really have anything exciting to report. I was going to go over entertainment news, but I'm really excited to go to Green Acres. Green Acres. Yum. (laughs) What? What am I combining here that's making up what I'm saying? Okay, fuck it. Let's just do some entertainment news because there's not a lot anyways. Um, apparently there was a bunch of formula delivered on military crafts around 78,000 pounds of formula. And I guess there's even more coming in the next week or so. Uh, Courtney and Travis got married in Portofino. It was amazing. They had like three different outfit changes. A lot of people are in my DM saying that they're not a fan, but I like it. I feel like it fits her vibe. I also love that her veil was the tattoo that Travis has had on his head. I love that they were, it seemed to be like themed also, dead that Dolce or Dolce and Gabbana, those are two people, right? So the Gabbana family let 
the Barker slash Kardashians borrow their $60 million yacht for the day and they were like photographed out on that. And I'm like, I won't even let my friends borrow my Tupperware without like putting my initials on it so that I know it's mine so I get that shit back. And they're just like, yeah, take our $60 million yacht. Like, oh, to be rich and just let people borrow things like that. Is that common? Like, do rich people just let their other rich friends borrow things that are that expensive? Whew, I don't know. Um, Pete Davidson exiting SNL. I feel like he had no emotion during the weekend update, like at all. I almost feel like he looked really sad. I feel like he always looks sad, though. Like he's perma sad. Also, um, Kate McKinnon, her opening segment, that opening skit where she it was really the opening of the show. The last time that she's going to say live from New York at Saturday night got super emotional. I definitely teared up during that. But as a whole, that final episode of SNL, the, se- the season finale fucking sucked. Random ass guest, random ass musical guest. Like, I just did not like any of it at all. I stopped watching it like 20 minutes before it was over. Basically, after the weekend update, I was out. Anna Delvey hosted a high-end art exhibit in Manhattan on Thursday. It featured sketches that she did from jail, 20 pieces of art to be exact, and she called in from her prison cell and spoke to all the guests that were there. If that ain't wild, Taco Bell is testing a grilled cheese biscuit breakfast item that's exclusively in Tennessee. If it does well, obviously, it'll be rolled out everywhere, and it looks so fucking good. Coca-Cola is unveiling a new bottle cap redesign in the UK that basically tethers the cap to the bottle in an effort to make it easier to recycle the whole bottle while keeping caps out of the garbage. Makes sense. Apparently, they're going to roll it out to the whole world by the year 2024. Um, Lemonade. I love lemonade. I love it when it's in a seltzer, but I feel like all of them taste mm, just okay. Well, White Claw, the OG seltzer line, the seltzers that started it all, is coming out with a new White Claw hard seltzer refresher lemonade line. The flavors are lemonade limon with a hint of calamansi. I guess it's like some fruit that's found in the Philippines. Lemonade blood orange with a hint of black raspberry. Weird combo. Lemonade blackberry with red cherry and lemonade strawberry with a hint of kiwi. So very intrigued to try those. Apparently they're on shelves as of today. There's a big recall on Jif peanut butter. I've seen a lot of people posting about it and like good looking out. But really, the states that have reported cases are Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Massachusetts, Missouri, Ohio, North Carolina, New York, South Carolina, Texas, Virginia, Washington, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. <laughs> I eat peanut butter out the jar, so I would be fucked if that was like a thing here. Also, I do not buy cream. I'm I'm sure it's not partial just to creamy, but I'm a crunchy type of bitch. I said that today on the radio. My boss was like, ew, crunchy, you're fired. I'm like, ew, you crunchy till I die. If you like peanuts and you're eating peanut butter, don't you want a little crunchy crunch? What are you, creamy or crunchy? I need to know. Um, so the most expensive vehicle in the world just sold and in your eye, your head, your eyes, in your head, if you don't know anything about cars, like say you're a girl. <laughs> I had some woman call work today and I don't really want to give too much because then like, you'll know. But she basically said that this woman came out to do some work and she was requesting that a man come out and do it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, if you know nothing about cars, let's put it that way. Would you think that this was a new car or an old car? That was the most expensive car in the world. It sold for $142 million. Well, it's a 1955 Mercedes 300 SL- SLR Coupe. 
Yeah, so it's old car. Like, have to put a cassette inside. Um, we all know about Doja Cat, right? I don't really need to go over that. She was having issues with her tonsils. Then at the Billboard Music Awards, was smoking her vape. Made it worse. So now she had to pull out out of the uh, stadium tour with the weekend. So sucks for her. Don't do drugs. Tuesday. This is going to be quick because it is 7 o'clock. I just barely got off work. I got stuck on a long call an hour over the time I was supposed to be off. All I wanted to do was get on a Peloton. So I went downstairs, got on the Peloton, and 10 minutes into the ride, the cable went out, or the internet. So I called Brett. He said there was an accident right down the street where they took out all these cables. So I came upstairs, restarted the router, because he said there would be like another network that we should hop over onto. They don't just have like one network. I don't fucking know how it works. I'm not a magician. So I reset the router. Still doesn't work. I finally get it back up and running. And I'm like, okay, bye. I'm going to go finish my ride. Go downstairs thinking that the ride would pick off where it left off. Nope, sure didn't. It didn't pause. So then I just had 10 minutes left. So I did that and then just did an extra however many minutes to take me to 30 minutes. Well, normally I'd just be fine, right? I'm off work. Well, no, tomorrow I have a dentist appointment at 7 a.m. So I have to do my radio shows tonight in preparation for my dentist appointment tomorrow. So I have four radio shows to record. I have to do this podcast. I have to do something else for a friend because something got fucked up and it's going to be super time consuming. Tonight is the finale of This Is Us. I have other shit to do for the website. I have 60 winners to email for Real Country. I have so much shit to do. I I fucking can't. So this is going to be real quick. I was just going to say I can't record and turn it off, but I need to update you on the plants. So we're going to talk about that real quick. You think I talk fast normally? We're buckle up. So we get over to Green Acres. I get there first and I just don't know anything about anything about anything. I find the cactus. I find the succulents and I see that all the tags say well drained or must be well drained. So I go up to someone. I'm like, excuse me. I know nothing. What does that mean? They're like the soil. You need to get cactus or succulent soil. And I'm like, okay, so I can't leave it in the soil that's already in the pots. And they said no. So they pointed me in the direction of the soil that I needed to get. I was like, cool, go get a cart, go back over to the cactus and succulents. And I start loading them up. I was a little unsure about loading the bigger ones because I did. I thought Brett was going to put the smack down on how much money I was spending. And some of these cactuses were like 60 bucks. So he gets there. I kind of tell him my plan. I tell him which ones I want to get. And he gives me the green light. So I start telling him which ones to load onto the cart. And then he starts to tell me that we're going to have to buy these huge plants because they need room to grow. And I was like, that's not what the guy told me. And he was like, yes, you need bigger pots. so They have room to grow. Otherwise, they're not going to get bigger. And I was like, "Mm, I don't think that's right. So I called another guy over and I said, do we have to put these in bigger pots? And he said, no, for cactuses and succulents, it doesn't really matter. Their roots could really grow off a crack the sidewalk. So really all you have to worry about is soil and then, um, you know, the amount of sunlight that it's getting. So I got an aloe plant. I got one cactus that like is going off in all these different directions that's going to bloom with like some pretty flowers, I think. I got a really tall cactus and then I got an aloe plant, which I'm a little worried about because he did say that I need to shade that. So I put it in a shadier part of the yard that's not in the direct sunlight all day. And then I got these little spiky ball things. I mean, I'll put up the picture of what the Chuck podcast you can see. Then we got resoil, or we got soil so we can resoil them. And then we got pots. We got all matching um, pots. They're like gray. I wanted a gray pots and then a bright blue pot, like a shiny pot to put the cactus in for like a pop of color. But Brett said no. He said that those looked old fashioned, like from the 70s. He's all about things looking modern. So we got the gray. And um, I'm a little worried about repotting and resoiling. Like, I don't understand how it works. Like, how do we get the old old soil off? I just don't I don't understand anything. Luckily, Amanda's going to be here this weekend. And I feel like she's had her hands on some plants in her lifetime because she's like from Oregon and they're like they like like nature and stuff. So I'm really crossing my fingers there. And then we got up to the front 
front. Of course, the skew wasn't on half of the shit that we got. So we were holding up the line. It ended up being less expensive than I thought. It was just under $500. Then we very strategically put everything in the back of Brett's truck, brought it home, put it out in the front yard. And there it is. We just set the plastic pots inside the other pots. And... um they're just out there until we can repot them over the weekend. So I put up a picture of the plants on the what the not what the chuck on my regular Instagram page and asked for very solicited advice. And I did get some, but no one's really given me direction on how to repot plants. And Brett also doesn't have any idea. So if anyone can give me any direction on how the fuck that works, or is it just going to be self-explanatory? Like we're going to take the old soil out and it's just gonna, we're just going to pack it with new soil. Like, I legit just don't understand. So, yeah, aside from that, the front yard looks fucking bomb. I'm excited for these cactuses to grow and everything just to be beautiful. I think we're going to put lights around the long side of the fence. And that's my story. Okay, I got to go because I am legit. I, I All I want to do is get on the couch and watch this, watch this as us and trust this to be the night where I have hella shit to do. Okay, that's it for now. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace the fuck out. Follow me on Instagram, What the Chuck Podcast. Uh, rate this five stars. Like it. Tell a friend. You know, the normal drill. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.